Okay. So, our, obviously, our greatest challenge uh, with Tfila in, in, in COVID is that we cannot daven together in our regular uh, shuls and places of worship. And obviously, this uh, depends on, on different countries, and actually, it depends on uh, different stages. I think uh, yesterday, I mean, as of now, we are allowed to daven in a minion outside, but if we're going into a complete lockdown, so the 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 government uh, directives will change and we have to understand what does that mean halakhically in terms of davening outside with a minion when you can't be together in one physical area so let's uh, let's begin this shir uh, is dedicated lilui nishmati lana bat vili and ida bat shmuel so to begin with let us uh, start with the rambam who tells us that there is a uh, how important it is to daven in a minion. The Rambam Hilchot Tfila, Perik Chet Alacha Alev says, Tfila Tatsibur Nishma Tamid, that the prayer of the Tzibur is always heard. Even if there's sinners amongst them, Eina Kodesh Baruchu, Moes Betfilata, Eina Kodesh Baruchu never rejects the prayers of the Tzibur, Shel Rabim. Lefichach, Tarich Adam, Leshatef Atzmo, Ima Tzibur, one should always daven together with the community, and he shouldn't daven alone when he can daven with the tzibur. The Rambam is the closest to telling us that there's an absolute obligation. There's no obligation, obviously, not even but the Rambam is very, very strong in his language that a person should do his utmost to always daven in a minion. And he tells us that basically, the reason for that is that tefillah of the community is never is never rejected. I heard once in the name of Rav Shlomo, um, Rav Shlomo Fisher, a very interesting idea. Why is this the koach of tefillah what, what, what How does it work? Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this was Rav Shlomo Fisher, if my memory serves me correct, who says like this. We have a very interesting halacha in Hilchot uh, Kashrut. And the halacha says like this. That if I have one, if I've got three meatballs in front of me, one meatball is from a is from a, a, a trafe animal. It's a, from a, a donkey, and the other meatball is a nevela. It's a kosher animal, but it wasn't shechted properly. And the third uh, uh, meatball is basically it's a kosher animal was shechted properly, but they didn't uh, they didn't drain the blood from it. Uh, says according to the strict halacha, if you can't differentiate between the three meatballs, you're allowed to eat all three of them. Because we know that in, in, in principle, when we're talking about Yavish Yavish, it's nullified Barov. You have Beetle Barov. And so the idea is like this. In terms of the each prohibition, there are three different prohibitions over here. But every prohibition, there's a majority that nullifies it. So the prohibition of an Avela, there are two other meatballs that nullify that prohibition. There's the prohibition of a trafe, of a trafer, uh, oh, sorry, uh, behemoth mayor, but that's nullified by the two meatballs that are kosher. So that, that's an interesting understanding of why davening in a, in a minion is so important because the prohibitions or the sins of the people are always nullified because we, we, we covered uh, by everyone else. Okay, so let's, let's jump into our case of davening in minyanim and the, the 
the source for this really begins of whether we have to daven in one locale together to form a minion is based in a Gemara in Psachim for those who are learning Daf Yomi, it's coming up. And the Mishnah over here is talking about eating the Korban Pesach. And we know that the Korban Pesach has to be eaten in a certain vicinity in the borders of Yerushalayim. And the Mishnah tells us that if a limb of the Korban Pesach went out of the boundary of wherever that is, so you're not allowed to eat it anymore. So what do you do? Etc. Etc. So you have to separate that part. But now the Mishnah tells me, right? But how do I how do I determine if it's in the area or not? So it says like this: if it's in the doorway, then and it's to the from uh, facing the doorway, so then it's considered inside. If it's on the outside of the doorway, it's considered outside, right? Now, the Gemara then says on that, that just as basically this limb that was outside of the doorway is considered outside of the boundary, so to regarding tefillah. If someone is standing outside of the building, it sounds like he cannot be joined to create dominion. That is the opinion of Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav, who plagued Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. But this argues on Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. The Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, I feel a mechitzah shel barzel, and I'm afseket ben Yisrael laviim shabashamayim. According to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that even if there is a metal separation between them, there's a barrier. It's not going to be a problem. Nothing separates Am Yisrael from their father in heaven. Now, how do we paskan alachal amaitzit? Do we follow Rav? Or Rabbi Yisrael ben Levi says the Shulchan Aruch in Orachaim Nun Hey in Hilchot Tefillah, Tzarich Shiyu Kol Asara B'Makom Echad. All of the people that are making up the minion have to be in one place. V'Shaliach Tziburi Mahem, and the person who is leading the Tefillah be is with them. V'Omed B'Tocha Petach Min Agaf B'Lachutz K'Lachutz. And if you're standing in the doorway on the outer side, that's considered outside of the room, and therefore you're not part of the minion. So it seems quite clear that, first of all, we know that you have to be in one place. We have learned that from the Korban Pesach, and the Gemara basically says that the same din applies to Yechot for constituting a minion, and we paskin like Rav. That's what the Shulchan Aruch paskined. So if that's the case, basically, uh, if, if people are davening, let's say I, I have a minion literally outside my house, there's a park. Um, if I stand in my garden and I'm just uh, literally separated by a, a, a fence, then I can see the people in the park. According to what the Shulchan Aruch is telling me, I can't be mitzdarev to a minion. Um, and that would be a problem, especially uh, since I think I've been in Bidud three times. And so I couldn't actually leave my house. I was the, 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 closest, the, the closest I could get to the minion was basically on the balcony looking over. Well, according to the Shulchan Aruch, what he's telling me is that that's not good enough to constitute a minion. However, in, in, in the very next Seif, the Shulchan Aruch says, that was Orachaim Nun Hei Sif Yud Gimel. In Sif Yud Dalad, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins as follows, Mi she'omed achorei beit ha-kneset, someone who is behind the beit ha-kneset, uvenehem chalon, and there is a window, 
even if it's very high, a few few floors high, afilo enorachav arba, and even if it is not four cubits wide, mar elam panav misham mitzdaref imahem lasara. One who shows his face to the people in the building is part of the minion. Now, where did the Shulchan Aruch get this from? We saw the Gemara that basically said you have to be in one area. Um, and uh, one, one could argue very simply that the Gemara said that if you are in the doorway on the outside, you consider on your outside. And even though you, it seems like you could be seen, that's, uh, the Gemara says, you consider it outside. And that's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskin. So where does the Shulchan Aruch get this idea that if you can be seen uh, through a window, then that's good enough to constitute a minion? Where is that found in Halakha? What's the source for it? So the truth is, is that it's not mentioned in Shas regarding Tefillah. But this is mentioned in Shas regarding the laws of Zimun. And here we have a very, very interesting um, methodical machloikas between the poskim, the rishonim, the achronim, and that is as follows. When the Gemara mentions one principle in Hilchot Zimon, how much is that principle particular to the laws of Hilchot Zimon? And how much can I basically copy-paste that principle to other concepts and halachic uh, um, categories? such as Hilchot Tefillah. So let's, let's leave that as an open question, but let's first see what the Shulchan Aruch says in Orachaim Kuftzadi Hay. Orachaim Kuftzadi Hay is Hilchot Zimon. Says the old Shulchan Aruch, Shtei Chaburot She'ochlot Bebayit Echad O B'Shnei Batim Two groups of people are eating in two separate houses. Imiksatan Ro'im Eilu Et Eilu If the one group sees the other group, right? even a little uh, um, a portion of them sees a, a portion of the others, so all of a sudden, the Shulchan Aruch is telling us that as long as you can see in Hilchot Zimon, that is enough to constitute them being together for the sake of Zimon. Now, the Shulchan Aruch didn't make this up. This is a Gemara in Brachot. So where did, where did the Shulchan Aruch basically learn to copy and paste that din for Hilchot Zimon to the laws of Hilchot, uh, um, Hilchot, um, Hilchot Tfila? And the answer is, is that it's a Rashba. The Rashba is the one who basically is the first one, as far as I know, that says that it is possible that this halacha in Hilchot Zimon would also apply in Hilchot Tefillah. And says the Mishnah Brura in Siman Nunhei, when he's trying to explain where does this come from, that we, if you can, Hilchot Tefillah, if you can see each other through a window, it works. You can be mitzaref, you can constitute a, a, a minion together. Explains the Mishnah Brura. The after yesh hepsek benahem, even though there's a separation between them, kevan demar elahem panav, since he shows his face, it is similar what we learn further on in Hilchot Zimon, Linyan Zimon, the Mixatanro in Eloet Elo de Mitzdarfin. Vim Kane, if so, Lefize, according to this, Pashut 
העומדים בעזרת נשים ובמחיצה מפסקת, people standing in בעזרת נשים, or in a window is separating, יש חלון ומראה להם פניו, and you can see their face, מצטרף עמהם לעשרה, it's clear that they can join to be part of the minion. וכל שכן דאם יש בלעדו עשרה נחשב תפילה בציבור, and how much more so, if there's already a minion, and he's just number 11. So, על ידי זה, ואף על פי כן, and now the, the Mishabur says, nevertheless, יותר טוב אם בנקל הוא לא לרד לבית הכנסת, שירד. If the guy is dominating in the Ezrat Nashim, and he can walk down the stairs and go into the main, uh, the main area, he should do so. The Yesh me'achronim shechokin al ikar adin. because there are poskim that say this equation of basically Hilchot Zimon to Hilchot, uh, to Hilchot Tvila is incorrect. It's not mentioned in Shas. Besovrin dinyaneinu eno dome klal lezimun. There is a big distinction between the laws of Zimon and the laws of Tvila. And I think a good argument to support that is we saw the principle from the Gemara in Psachim. Now, The simple reading of that Gemara is if I'm standing in the doorway on the outer side, the Gemara says I'm excluded. Now, the, the simple reading, again, it's not uh, conclusive, but an, a strong argument could be made that the simple reading of that Gemara is that even if I'm standing in the doorway, I can still see inside the house. And nevertheless, the Gemara Paskin said it's not good enough. And then the Gemara says, and that's the same thing regarding tefillah. So you can understand the Achronim who say that you cannot copy-paste the laws of Hilchot Tefillah to the Hil, uh, Hilchot Zimon to the Hilchot Tefillah. But there seems to be a, an interesting discussion of why is there a, why is there a distinction? I, what's, the, what, what's behind the argument? I, for those who say that there is a difference, what is the critical difference between a minion when you're davening, and when you're in Hilchot Zimon, where basically you can even say Shem Hashem, and, and, and Shem Elohim. Wait, what did I do? Sorry. Um, I don't know what I did. One second. Um, Okay, we're back. All right, so, um, so that's the, uh, so, so, so it's not so clear what exactly is behind the argument of the Achronim who say that Tfila and Zimon are one and the same and the Achronim that say that they're different because Lichora, when you're talking about Zimon, you're also talking about saying Shem Elohim, right? If you have 10 people. Right? So I have seen that, uh, I think it's in the name of Rav Shechter, that he says that Shem Hashem Elokeinu is not necessarily means it's a Davar Shebikdusha. And a Davar Shebikdusha is the, the distinguishing factor for the necessity for a minion. Um, so but that, that's an interesting uh, discussion, but let's, let's move on. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch, going back to Hilchot Tefillah, 
in Siman Yudchet, Shokhanach Paskensim, Ksata Asara Beveta Knesset, Ksatam Basara, Enam Mitzdarfim. Now, how do we understand this Shulchanaruch? The Shulchanaruch in Sif Yud Dalet told us that if they can see each other, then they, even if they're in different areas, they can join together. Now, the Shulchanaruch Paskins, that if some of them are in one side and some of them are in another area, it's not going to constitute a minion, right? So how do we explain this? So the Mishnah Brewery says, and he quotes like this, even if it's nine and one, it's not going to be good enough. And he explains that this must be that the way we have to understand this Shulchan Aruch is Katava Primagadim, all of these Sifim that basically are saying if you're in different areas, it's a problem. So, Mayri Besheinan Ro'in Ze Et Ze. So says the Prima Ganim, you have to explain that the Shulchan Aruch is talking about where you can't see each other. Because he said if they can see each other, even if they are two separate buildings, it would still be mitzaref, they would still join together to constitute a minion. Dumya de Zimon, similar to the laws of Zimon. However, there are, says the Mishra brother, are achronim bela machmir, even if you can see. So, obviously, one can be Michael. Now, obviously, our scenario is when, when we can't join together because of, uh, because of COVID and social distancing. So, there's definitely, as long as one can see each other, it seems that there's a very strong argument to say that you can still join to make a minion. Again, there are achronim that we'll see that didn't accept this parallel between Hilchot Zimon and Hilchot, uh, and Hilchot Tefillah. As I mentioned, the first one who brings this parallel is the Rashba. And as we'll see, the Rashba didn't say it um, in an absolute way. He said it as Baderecha Efshar. He said it that it's a possibility that perhaps we could equate the, these laws. However, the first time that we actually see this question, which is very, very similar to the laws of COVID, is actually brought down in the Chida. The Chida uh, left Eretz Israel to go to Europe. He was traveling to, to raise uh, money for, for the community in Hebron or, or in Yerushalayim, I can't remember. And uh, when he got to the city, of Laz uh, the city of Livorno in Italy, they first put him in what's called the Lazaretto. It was a quarantine station. And why was it a quarantine station? Because they were worried about visitors bringing diseases. Very, uh, very interesting. They already had this idea of the uh, hotel, uh, hotels of Corona already in the, uh, in the 17th century. So he discusses in this scenario in his Sefer Machzik Bracha as follows. Belazareta shenagim ba'arim ha'ele he says like this, there were two groups of Jews, six in one building, four in another building. And he says, 
can the four stand at the entrance of their building and join to make a minion with the six in the other building? Since they see each other, or do we say, no, they cannot join. It doesn't constitute a minion. Says the Chida. I, the simple one, it seems to me, the mitzdarfim, that they can constitute a minion. They cannot come to the other building. And there's, you know, there's gods there. At the entrance to the building. And they can't even go out of their building. Because the, 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 there's like a, a thorough way between the two buildings. So they can't stand there and daven because they'll be blocking the Rishut Um I, I got to be careful of my wording over here, but remember this source. He says that they we're talking about that between the two buildings, there was a Makom Tsar v'hum avar l'rabim. It is a thorough way for the for the general uh, um, uh, population. And since they can't be together because the king has dictated it, he says, since they can see themselves, this is exactly what the Shulchan Aruch was referring to, since they can see each other through the window, they can join together to constitute dominion. And so to in our case, he says it's, it's certain because they physically are not able to join. Since there are many poskim that hold this, he says one can rely on them. Apparently, their quarantine was for 40 days. He says, what, you think they shouldn't daven in a minion for 40 days? So rather that they should be able to daven what they for 40 days, not going to say Kaddish, not going to hear Kaddusha, says the Chida, and therefore one has to, um, one can be, Lenient and rely on the psak of the Shulchan Aruch. This is also similar to the Shulchan Aruch. Now, based on this, one has a very strong argument to say that in the times of COVID, where people have to be in separate domains, but they can see each other, so they can constitute and they can form a minion. I, I, I heard that in London, you weren't allowed to have more than six people in outside areas like in your back garden, you couldn't have more than six people. So here's a classic case. You have two neighbors. One, one, one uh, garden has six, the other garden has four. This is the exact case where the um, Shulchan Aruch, it seems, would say that it would be okay as long as they can see each other. And this is backed up by the actual Chida who paskandit halachalamaiseh in such a scenario, very similar to ours. However, um, so that, that seems to be pretty straightforward. I mean, obviously there are Achronim that we saw did not agree to this parallel. And uh, according to them, it might be a problematic, such as the Mishkanot Yaakov, the Gra. Um, however, there is another problem. And the other problem is as follows. The Shulchan Aruch quotes Rabbeinu Yonah. Rabbeinu Yonah says, Yesh Misha Omer, She'im Rashut Harabim, Mapseket, Ben Shnei Abatim, Enam Mitzdarfim B'Shominyan, 
we're back in the laws of Hilchot Zimon. And in the laws of Hilchot Zimon, Rabbeinu Yonah says that if there is a public thoroughway, a public domain between the two areas, then even though the Mishnah said, as long as they can see each other, they meet Staref, says Rabbeinu Yonah, that's as long as there wasn't a Rishut HaRabim in between. But as soon as there's a Rishut HaRabim in between, it's going to be a problem. And the Mishnah Brura comments on this, and he says like this, Katavataz, the Turei Zav explains, Lav Dafka Rishut HaRabim Mamish. It doesn't have to be a Rishut HaRabim for Lakilchot Shabbos. Which is uh, 16 Amot. Even if there's a little pathway in between, it would be problematic. But he says that the pathway has to be there permanently because there were pathways that in the summer people used to use it. In the winter, since it became more muddy, they didn't use to use it as a thorough way. But says the Taz, if it's you, if it's there all year round, that's going to create a hefsek, and therefore, if it's a hefsek, and it doesn't have to be a proper rishut harabim, any little pathway could constitute a hefsek, and therefore, you cannot apply the principle of uh, joining these two groups together for a zimon. And it, it's logical to assume that if it doesn't work for a zimon, it also wouldn't work for a minion. Now. The question is that based on this, this could cause many problems. Okay, if you've got two gardens back to back and the only thing that's separating them is a little fence, then then it would work. However, many times there's a road in between. Um, there are neighbors that are on either side of the road and you've got the road or pavement or park and there's a little shvil in between. Is that a problem or not? Here, the Minchat Yitzchak, <clears throat> uh, was discussing when uh, people used to go on a Shabbaton. You know, they had a Shul Shabbaton and they used to go away for the weekend. And they, he talks about the following scenario. People that are davening in the summer. And Mincha and Mariv, they davened outside. How far apart can they be? So he says like this. Ledati yeshli zaher de bekame pa'amim hamit palim besadek agon bim komotchen osim leshifat avir. Sometimes when people go away, as we said, on some type of uh, fresh air, they want to go go for Shabbaton or holiday. Shchiach sheyesham gamkin shvil liiluch bnei adam. There's often a path, and what do they do? Virtunam shelo lakevet ha'iluch, and in order not to stop the traffic. Half of them are on the right side of the shvil, half of them on the left side of this little pathway, and the pathway is between them. That causes a problem, as we saw. This was the shita of the Taz. This is the shita of Rabbeinu Yonah. And as the Taz explained, it doesn't necessarily have to be a proper Rishut HaRabim. It can even be a little pathway. Now, the question is, how do the Poskim in COVID take all of this previous discussion and relate it to our scenario? So you have the Shita, first of all, of Rav Osher Weiss. 
Ravosha Vai says like this, we shalat rabim ekev hit pashtut machalat karon vachashash agadol mid batkot betvila betzibo beveta knesset. So because of the concern of uh, of infection in shuls, haim shchenim yecholim litpalel bemir pasot vachatzirot batehem ulitztaref leminyan kashem roim zetze kol echad meapeset vachatzir beito. You have a few neighbors, they all can see each other, but they're in different domains. Can they join together to constitute a minion? Says Ravosha Weitz. You name of Arbarachai Mishra Medachore Beta Knesset Halacha Zu Nifsekabashul Hanaruch. That what? That as long as you can see each other, it's good enough. Velashom Brura Muchletet. Veloatzad Safek. And it's not a doubt. Although the Rashba, when he originally said this halacha, he said it as a efshar, it's, it's a possibility. But the, Rav Osha Weiss is saying that if you look at the Shulchan Aruch, how he paskened it, he paskened it not as a dat, as a possibility, but as an absolute. Here you have a din, both of the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah doesn't argue. Both the Taz. And the Magan of Ram, the two uh, uh, par excellence Nosei Kalim of Orachaim, and they support such a din. Someone who argues on them, it's as if he's arguing with the Shechina, and we don't have to, we don't have to concern ourselves. And then he says, look, also you have other Achronim, Prichadash, Primagadim, Mishnabura, and therefore it's a very a strong argument to say that if you're in different domains but you can see each other, it's all good to go. Now he says like this. Nishalti miravechad b'mir pasot shemishnei tzadei haknisa lebinyan v'cheda madregot b'nehem. So there is a stairwell and then there are two um, two houses or two dirot in the building. So the question is, does a stairwell constitute a shvil that we saw could be problematic? He says like this. Let's go over here. Is this considered derech harabim? Now that we saw already, the taz katav the lav davka derech harabim doesn't have to be a real public thoroughway. But that, says Rav Weiss, that was true regarding the laws of Birkat HaMazon. We haven't found such a distinction. And therefore, the Cholsher O'in Mitzarfin. One could argue, as long as I can see each other, they can Mitzarfin. And remember the Chida, Whoever unquotes is telling us that they did join together. He specifically said that there was the Afim Yeshua So that's a, a strong argument. But then Rav Oshavai says the other side. He says, I, I, I'm not happy for them to be Mitzarif. If there is a Rashut Arabim, because there's another argument, and that is if Mitzad Zimon, this whole heter comes from the laws of Zimon. And in the laws of Zimon, we did find 
that there was a limitation. There can't be a shvil. According to the ties, there can't even be a private pathway. So, if our whole leniency is based on the laws of Zimon, we cannot be more lenient in the laws of Tvila than the laws of Zimon. That's a principle called but now Rav, Shlom, Rav, Rav Osha Weiss says, listen, if there is a Shvila Yachid, then one can be Mekel. Why? Because he says, the opinion of the Taz is a Chidush. Classic, when we talk about Rabbeinu Yonah, said that if there's a Rishut Rabim, the understanding was a proper Rishut Rabim. But if it's not a proper Rishut Rabim, then Lichora, it would be okay. Now, this leaves us in a bit of a quandary when you have certain uh, areas where there is a road, right? That's, you know, sometimes the people on either side of the road, can they join together or not? So one could argue that based on the Taz would be a problem. One could argue that according to Rav Osher Weiss would be okay. It's not so clear, though, because a road could be a tetzainama, right? And if it's a tetzainama, then that might be considered a shutarabim. Now, here it gets a bit tricky because, for example, I live in the Yishuv. And in the Yishuv, where I live in Yad Bin Yamin, the roads might be tetzainama, but it's not a shutarabim on, 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 in terms of Hilchot Shabbos. We have a fence all around the Yishuv. So does that mean it's still not considered Rashut Rabim, even though it's got Tetzah in Amma? It's not so clear what, what the Poskim would say about that. One could very well argue and say, listen, it's not a Rashut Rabim because there's a fence around it. And that's and, and they were just using Tetzah in Amma, but obviously if there are other factors that disqualify it from bringing a Rashut Rabim, then it would be okay. Or one could say, no. He mentioned Tetzainama, and that's what Rabbeinu Yonah was saying, that that's big enough to create some type of hefzek. Let's see what Rav Moshe Sternbuch, in, in, uh, when he wrote his tshuva, he has a different take. He says like this, Everyone can hear the shaliach tzibur and see him, Okay. Then he says, We said, remember, the whole basis for this principle of comparing Hilchot Tfila to Hilchot Zimon is based on a Rashba. Says Ramosh Sternbuch, The Kevan Shea Rashba Gufe lo katav kenela bederech efshar. Rashba didn't say it as a as a as a possibility. Rather, he said it as a as a as a sorry as an absolute. He said it as a possibility. So because he said it only as a possibility, so some argue explicitly with the Rashba and say you can't compare the two. That he should make a condition. That if there is no minion, his tvila is a tvilat nadava. Ufo often she yeshvila mafsik bena batim, nire de bishat at hakzo, 
יש להקל דמצטרפים רק אם עומדים במרפסות הגבוהות למעלה מעשרה טפחים. Here, Rav Moshe Sternbach is giving a very interesting, um, uh, you know, he's adding a fact, a very interesting factor. And we know that Rishut HaRabim doesn't go higher than 10 Tvachim. So if the Rishut HaRabim ends at 10 Tvachim, so therefore says, Rav Moshe Sternbach, look, if there's a road in between, but if you're standing on your Mir, on Mir Pesot and they're above 10 Tvachim, then it's okay. But if you're on ground floor and there's a, a shvil in between, it seems that is machmir. So on the one hand, Rav Sternbuch is very makel, um, um, that, you know, he accepts the din that as long as you can see, but then he's machmir in terms of he doesn't hold that this halacha is absolute. One should add that it's uh, uh, the shaliach tzibur should say that it's a tznai, and also that if there's a shvil in between, he's not happy. Now we can understand what Rav Oshavayz was saying. Rav Oshavayz said, the Shulchan Aruch paskened it not as a efshar, but he paskened it as an absolute. And therefore Rav Oshavayz is, 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 is Romez, he's hinting at the tshuva of Rav Sternbuch and saying, no, that is incorrect. It's not that it was only B'derecha efshar. The Shulchan Aruch paskened it. Now it could be that sometimes you see this in the in the words of the Rishonim. That sometimes when they use the word be'efshar, um, it's out of humility. But that's really what they think, right? So, and I think that's how the Shulchan Aruch paskened it. The Shulchan Aruch understood that the shit of the Ram of the Rashba was an absolute shita. So why did the Rashba use the language of it might be? That's humility. That's humility of the Rashba. But you, you often find this. You often find this that when the Rishonim argue with the with with other Rishonim, they do it b'derecha You know, possibly that that is wrong, but it's out of humility. They think he's absolutely wrong, and therefore a later generation, such as the Shulchan Aruch, who has to paskin, will paskin with that opinion, who said the other opinion is possibly wrong. So who are you going like? He only said it's a possibility that he's wrong. No, you see, often the Beit Yosef explains that he just said it out of humility, but really, he really believes that uh, that the, the, the other Rishon is wrong, and therefore the Shulchan Aruch, when he comes to Paschal, he Paschals, whichever Shitta he thinks is correct. So, so to over here, that is, I think, the answer of Ramosh Abayit. Ramosh Abayit seem, seems to say that once this is Paschal in the Shulchan Aruch, we don't have to worry about it, especially since the Magen of Ram and the Taz, and everyone agrees. What we do have a concern about is the Shvil, Right? So it seems that only if it's a public shvil is it going to be a problem. If it's in a private shvil, then, uh, then at least according to Rav Oshavayis, you don't have to worry about it. And according to, uh, according to Rav Sternbuch, it seems like you still would have to worry about it. Um, le let me go to Rav Shechter because here he is uh, very different to everything that we've seen before. He says like this, Achein, this leniency of basically uh, joining people in different uh, domains is very difficult. This is all based on the Mishnah in Brachot Linyan Zimun uh, regarding the laws of Zimun. 
And the Rashba had a doubt whether one could copy this principle into Hilchotfila. Do they also apply to Dvarim Shebik Dusha? And from the simple reading of the Gemara, that when it comes to things of Kedusha, so here you see that Rav Shechta is telling us two Chidushim. Chidush number one, he says, the Rashba said it only as a possibility. As opposed to what I just mentioned in the name of Rav Moshe Weiss, he agrees with Rav Moshe Sternbuch. This is not a definite. The Rashba said it as a possibility. Point number two. He says that if you look at the sugyas, the simple understanding of the sugyas is that people have to be together when it comes to tefillah, because tefillah is a davar shebik dusha. So what does that mean regarding zimun? Obviously, according to Rav Shechta, a zimun, even when you say shame elokim with 10 people, is not necessarily a davar shebik dusha. I think that that's how you have to understand Rav Shechta. Says one shouldn't do this. He is very against it because basically you're putting yourself into a suffolk of a suffolk in order to try and daven tefillah betzibur. So that is a very different angle of Rav Shechta. Uh, Rav Yitzhak Yosef, he asked, uh, what do you do? Every separate domain has less than a minyan. Very interesting. Rav Yitzchak Yosef, and it seems like it's going against the, 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 the simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch. And nevertheless, he says, because we're dealing with Safek Brachot, Lahakel, and it's the Safek Bracha Levatala. So you have to be very machmi. Remember, according to Rav Yitzhak Yosef, a Bracha Levatala is an Isodoraita. And uh, therefore, often Rav Ovad Yosef, although he generally passes like the Shulchan Aruch, when it comes to Hilchot Brachot, often he is more concerned about a Bracha Levatala, which he holds as an Isodoraita, and he'll go against the Psaka of the Shulchan Aruch. And it seems that that's what's going on over here. That's a very interesting twist for the uh, for Rav Yitzchak Yosef, the Sfardi Posek, Sfardi chief rabbi, who seems to be going in the face of it. He's going against the um, uh, um, going against the the Shulchan Aruch. Okay. Finally, let's just see Rav Shlomo Miller uh, of Toronto. He says, First of all, 
Whatever the Medina said is necessary for social distancing, that's what we have to do. Even if part of it is in one place. Now, he's going to bring a second reason that we haven't seen before, and this might be more uh, applicable in Chutzlaris, but I think there is a very strong argument in Eretz Yisrael as well. He is concerned that people are not going to distance themselves properly. And another reason, this is going to cause the goyim to be upset, and therefore it's going to become a chilul Hashem that Am Yisrael not worried about pikuach nefesh, etc., etc. And because of that, he is very concerned about these outdoor minyanim. So that question of chilul Hashem and eva, I think. On a certain level in Eretz Yisrael, we have the same problem. Not with Goyim necessarily, but with people that are not religious. Often they, look, I think I think things have developed over the last eight months where, where even, you know, everyone agrees that kind of now people are more calm that you can, draw, you can sit outside in an open area with social distancing and, uh, and you know, wh- wh- whether you're Dati or, or Haredi or Chiloni, everyone is, is pretty okay with that now. Um, just because it's untenable, this uh, situation of just being locked in your house for, for eight months. So I think that has changed in Israel, but certainly there were certain times where it could have created a Chilol Hashem and an Eva. And therefore, one has to be aware that that is a halachic shikul that has to be taken into, um, into consideration. Okay, those are the major issues that we dealt with regarding a minyanim of porches, uh, specifically uh, specifically the question of how much the laws of Hilchot Zimon can be copied and pasted into Hilchot Tefillah, which then leads us to a very interesting halachic uh, concept, and that is what is the defining principle that either joins Tefillah to Zimon or separates them? Is tefillah, is zimun dava shabik dusha if you say it with a minion, or is it not? As we saw, going to Rav Shechta, it seems that it's not. So that's a very interesting discussion uh, for further eon. Um, but that's where we'll leave it today. Next week we'll be discussing kriyat haTorah, and we'll see that a 700-year argument between or 800-year argument between the poskim has become revived in the COVID era. Okay. Yeshakach to everybody. May I ask a question? Yes, of course. We have a few minutes. Yeah. Um, you, you, you basically discussed what makes a minion, but yeah. you didn't discuss the, you discussed the Rambam about uh, how important it is to daven in a minion. But mm-hmm. the question is uh, the relation, I guess the relative sakana for, for somebody who is, let's say, besikun, and for for that person to daven, how important it is for that person to daven? How much risk should that person be taking? Especially since there are many times people in the minyanim that don't cover their face, don't cover their nose, don't cover, right. don't keep uh, a social distance. A hundred percent. 
the the assumption that I'm going on is that people that that there's no real sakana and people are sticking to social distancing and they are outside. If there is any sakana at all, then then for certain it doesn't make sense for the sake of uh, for the sake of a minion to 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 disregard the mitzvah of nishmatim that is that is clear i think uh, um, rav, rav shechter took it one step further rav shechter basically said listen you're never going to be able to and this this i think is a a view of a posek he's saying look i'm i'm giving psak for for all of the outside door shuls all over and, and when you're giving up sack on a general level, you have to take into account that there are going to be people that are not going to be covering their mouths properly, et cetera, et cetera. And therefore he was very concerned about that. And therefore he, he I don't know if he's changed his mind now, but at least when he wrote the truva, he said people shouldn't be davening in a minion for the exact reason that you're saying. I'm, I, I'm saying like this, I, you know, I, I've been davening in a minion outside my house for the last literally eight months. Um, the park is is like literally 200 meters by 200 meters it's a big park and everyone outside uh, wears a mask and we are literally if not five ten meters apart from each other um i'm saying it's it's, it's a minion of, of between 10 and 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 20 people in a in an area of 200 meters um and so i feel very very comfortable that there's really no sakana in terms of davening in a minion Next week we'll discuss Kriyat Torah. That has its own issues and 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 uh, its own questions. But um, but if there is a problem, if there is a if there is a, a, a sakana vadai, I think that people that are uh, think you know if, if people are not makbid about uh, masks, etc. Uh, etc. Et and social distancing, then then they need to one shouldn't be davening in a minion for certain for certain. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes, I